All right. Hello, everybody, and thank you so much for taking your time out of your day to watch uh, YRLA. We have a very special guest with us today. He is uh, Chris Mall, previous employee at Amazon, and now uh, the founder of TCOEW. Chris Malls, how you doing today? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Pleasure to be here with y'all. Excellent. Thank you so much. And with us today, also uh, interviewing, we have uh, Sky. Sky, how's it going? Nice to have you. Hey, thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Excellent. Absolutely. So, so this is a great thing. So right now, the uh, People's Convention is still going on. You just spoke. You had a really, really um, powerful speech there that um, was very moving very informative and you know it led us to have a lot of questions here and um basically you know where i'm coming from obviously we're coming here from los angeles you know we're thinking that you know more and more people need to stand up more and more people need to take action so one of the biggest you know takeaways that i see you know from you is that you just said let's go for it right you're taking the action and organizing people and God bless you for it, man. That's what we need. So what I'd like to ask right now is kind of take me through that process, if you don't mind, you know, to go from, you know, what led you to being, you know, ultimately terminated by Amazon, you know, like once again, too, before we get into it, I'll just kind of briefly mention it because it's been stated so many times in other interviews that the way I feel, the way I see it, you were wrongfully terminated by Amazon by just, you know, whistleblowing and saying, hey, look, we don't have, you know, the, the, the right um equipment here and the right like standards in place to keep everybody healthy someone has covid let's shut down and instead they shut you down right am i basically right, right on that like you know summary yeah you're right except when they tried to shut me down <laughs> tried. yeah tried that's right <laughs> but now you're here and now you're even bigger which is which i love so this that's why i want to ask if you don't mind so quickly um kind of take me through how that was like to go from that process of being you know ultimately terminated by amazon to look you know to even looking at your family, understanding what's happening to other families, you know, as a result of their lack of practices. And what was it like to, to make that bold decision to say, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to fight against the richest company on earth. You know, you must have had like a process in your mind to go like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to step up and I'm going to be a target, but damn it, it's the right thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, uh, just a little back history on my story. Uh, I started with Amazon back in 2015. Uh, entry level, when I came in, I was only making $12.75 an hour. And um, I left, I took a pay cut to come to Amazon because I was working for a private-owned company prior to it. And it was a union-based uh, production warehouse. And the union wasn't taking care of their workers there as well. The contract we signed was like a 10-year contract where we had no upside, no benefits uh, to gain and minimum, um, you could say, pay increase to gain over the course of the 10 years. So I, it was easy for me to transition to Amazon. When I first uh, signed on with the company, I looked at it like a great opportunity career-wise, especially for those um, like myself who wasn't fortunate enough to go to college and finish college. Um, and I looked at it like, okay, this is an opportunity for me to continue to make a decent living uh, with, with benefits and take care of my family. Um, quickly, I learned that wasn't the case, um, but the quickly process was it was four years later. Um, I was mentally already done with Amazon when pre-COVID. Um, I've been, I got promoted up in less than a year to a supervisor position, which is a process assistant. And 
I opened up three major buildings for them in the tri-state area, New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. I trained hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of employees for Amazon. And that position was molding me to become a leader. And I embraced that early on with my career with Amazon. So when they fired me, they had no idea that they fired one of their best employees that they probably ever hired within the warehouse system. Um, I'm a people's person. Um, I'm a natural born leader. And um, this situation that I was put in on March 30th for raising health and safety concerns, it catapulted me into the spotlight because the media gravitated to the fact that I was speaking truth to power. Um, it was very easy for you to make the decision to, uh, to uh, hold a protest and walk out. Like I said, the company wasn't taking care of their employees pre-COVID. When COVID came into play, now I'm witnessing, which is which I consider my extended family around me become sick. You know, these are people I spend 40, 50, 60 hours a week. Yourself, you know, you know the hours you work at your job, um, the postal service. After seeing people every day on a daily basis, they become your family. Absolutely. And, right. for, and, and if you uh, you got to understand, I couldn't sit back and do nothing. Um, it would have been inhumane for me to sit home as a supervisor of these people who I call my family and do nothing. So um, when it came to the time to take a stance, I stood with my people and I still continue to fight, even though I'm no longer uh, employed with the company. Ah, that's awesome. So you're just saying, hey, no matter what, like this is the right thing to do. And that's what motivated you, right? So basically, so in this situation, then they picked the fight first with you when you were in a position when you were doing so many great things with them and then they go around and smear you and so on and so forth and be like, Oh yeah. You know, not articulate all sorts of things that aren't true. Oh my gosh. So what was the feeling there when that started happening? Were you just like, Oh, I was ready for it. Let's go. Or, 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 or were you thrown back by it? No, of course I was thrown back because, uh, you know, like I said, I wasn't the uh, organizer or um, a union salt or, somebody that's been doing activism before. I was just a concerned father, a supervisor, a regular human being, a part of the community. And when this all happened, I had to, I, I definitely went into a dark moment because I just lost my five year career tenure with the company. And mm -hmm. now I have to figure out how I'm gonna get health insurance and, and pay my rent and figure out how I'm gonna feed my children in the middle of a pandemic. This company had no remorse for that. So my life was definitely uh, destroyed in the blink of an eye. But then I had to quickly embrace the role that was given to me. You know, it doesn't happen to everybody that you get an opportunity to go at the richest man in the world. Right. And so for me, um, I couldn't just, you know, walk off and sell up in the sunset. Of course, I could take legal action, um, which I am doing, by the way. But uh, the legal action, I wanted to make sure that uh, it benefits everybody, not just myself. It was never about Chris Malls versus Amazon. It was always Amazon versus the people. And I represent the people um, because I started this revolution uh, against Amazon. And I'm, what I mean by that I started it, I'm talking about this when it pertains to uh, COVID-19. So I just want to continue to carry that torch and, and continue to uplift the voices for those who are not heard and those who have stories who haven't been heard yet. That's, that's amazing. So look, during what you said in the, in the speech, you mentioned something about capitalism's tied in with racism, right? So can, yeah, I, I want you to expound on that here, give you that platform. Can you explain that? 
Absolutely. You cannot separate the two. You know, Jeff Bezos don't become a billionaire by being a nice person. <laughs> Let's just throw that out the window right now. Right. Um, when it comes to capitalism, you have to exploit a class of people. Um, a class meaning a whole race of people, meaning whether it's immigrants, whether it's the black people, whether it's the brown people, whether it's Latinas, whether it's gay, trans, it doesn't matter. These companies exploit one of their classes or not multiple classes to become as rich as they are. Um, in this case with Amazon, they exploit the lower class people, which we are made up of all these different classes. So what I stood up for ultimately was all these different people. Um, it wasn't just about health and safety. It was about the community that we live in and not the 1%. You know, the, we gotta understand Jeff Bezos, I seen that we've been protesting in front of their locations, uh, his locations, his house, his million dollar mansions, they're in New York, they're in Washington, they're in all your major cities. And this man don't live in none of them. But what they're doing is raising the property value of all the, the places around it, uh, paying no tax, by the way, you know, zero federal taxes while your taxes are going up they're they're gentrifying your your communities our communities so gentrification starts from the top and we just got to realize we cannot separate uh anybody any class we all have to come together because that's what capitalism do it divide people it put people versus people to the point where we think that we're each other that we're the enemy and when you see me advocating for things uh, and different demands, I'm trying to benefit for you as well. You know, there's people that's upset about the fact that we're talking about $30 an hour minimum wage. Mm -hmm. And they have, to, they, they have to get out of that mentality. As a warehouse worker, even as a, pro, a postal service worker, you deserve $30 an hour. Don't you not? You know, you got to understand, they're getting richer. Why can't we? Right. <laughs> no, their revenue's going up. Why can't we get a piece of the pie? And people got to understand we're not untrained or unskilled just because we don't have a piece of paper from a college degree. Right. Um, you have to go through a job training no matter what college you come to. I done trained all the college graduates that got hired with Amazon. They don't know ish about a warehouse. Right. There's no way you're going to come in there and learn how to work a forklift on your first day. They wouldn't so survive an hour. They wouldn't even survive. <laughs> exactly. That's the, that's the craziness about yeah. it, that they won't even last a right. day, a day in the position that warehouse workers are without going through the proper training. So we got to stop that mentality, stop that conversation. We deserve more, we deserve better. And that's what I'm all about. Right. And Sky, you, you had a question there earlier too that you wanted to bring up at this point, right? Yeah, yeah. Chris, thanks so much for having us. I've been watching you online. You're doing big things, like I said, making me feel bad. Got to step it up over here. Um, I really wanted to kind of just give you the platform, of course, to, um, Talk a little bit about your next project. A lot of people know you as now the shutdown Amazon guy, right? Um, but what are you working on now? I see you started TCOEW, right? Talk to me a little bit about that organization. Absolutely. Yeah, so in the midst of this pandemic, I was able to, to conjure a great family and alliance uh, that I came across. And together, we've been doing some great works. Uh, some of our results have been the, res the resignation of Tim Bray, one of Amazon's top VPs who stood in solidarity with the workers. I spoke to him on the phone a few times. So you're seeing this relationship with the tech corporate side come with the worker side. Um, and I had to continue that vision. So we founded the TCOEW, the Congress of Essential Workers. And our mission is to uh, have a union-like structure, but not be considered a union. We want an employee-driven 
employee-driven rank-and-file committee with inside these workforces where the employees can control their own contracts and negotiate with the corporate side and negotiate with uh, VPs and Jeff Bezos himself, where they can control their destiny, have their demands met as workers. So uh, that's the vision of TCOEW. We want to get as many workers as we can, gain this worker power, and then have the worker power to benefit the workers. And hopefully uh, we'll be able to do that with the workforce of Amazon. They have 600,000 employees nationwide. And this is why I continue to travel the country uh, and advocate and uplift the voices of Amazon workers because we want to start with the with the top, the top juggernaut. And we feel like if we, we start with Jeff Bezos, all the other ones will fall in line, like the Elon Musk and, and the you know Bill Gates and everybody that's underneath Jeff Bezos as far as the, uh, the, the retail market will fall in line and take care of their workers because they will see that this will be the result if they do not. And uh, yeah, that's what we're about. So if I understand this correctly, you're, it, you're kind of forming a union or? No, not a union, but um, we're using the union-like structure. And what I mean by that is um, there's no union dues. You know, it's not a transfer of power. Like if you think about it, you know, one union to control the workforce of Amazon, that's going to basically transition the power from one, one uh, entity to another. We want to give the power to the workers. So we don't want to call ourselves a union, but we are use their structure. They have a lot of good things. Some unions do a lot of great things for their employees, but other unions absolutely do get corrupt. We don't want any corruption in our in our um, organization. We want the workers to know that they have full control of their destiny. So uh, using their structure, meaning like um, using a rank and file committee, a democracy where rank, uh, where uh, employees are able to vote on what the things they want, that's the tactic that we're aiming for. Super cool. And so tell me a little bit about how you, you felt on um, speaking at the convention and what led you to, to speak at the convention, People's Convention. Well, well, it's amazing because um, I wasn't originally on it, to be honest with you. Um, I, when I seen it, um, I saw some of the names on it, Nina Turner, uh, Ryan Knight, you know, um, and I reached out to Nick because I, I, I believe I've done some previous uh, interviews. I've done, done over 500 interviews. I don't know. I lost count of how many people I spoke to, but I've, I've done some previous things with, uh, with the People's Party movement and I absolutely want, I asked them, can I be a part of it? And they responded with, you know, hell yes. So um, it, it just came together like that. And I, I was just honored to be a part of it. You know, I have been advocating all across the country. I've been with plenty of the uh, the hosts and people that was on the uh, panel. Jimmy Dore was one of the first to break me, uh, give me a platform as well. Uh, I've been on I watched that. Uh, events with, with, with Danny Glover as well. Danny Glover out in Oakland. Um, so there's it's a number of people that's on that panel that uh, they've been supportive since day one. So I just wanted to make sure that I show that solidarity and speak on all the issues that's going on in this country with them. I love it. I love it too, because if you think about it, the people that are working in labor positions, those are people of color. They're people, they're minorities. Um, those are the ones that are unrepresented. And really sometimes they're just happy to have a job. Sometimes they're just, you know, they have nobody to, re to represent them. And of course, Amazon's not going to have a union or anything like that, you know? And so you were that voice to them. And I'm sure they're, they're sad to see you go um, because, you know, who's going to represent them now, right? Um, but I appreciate you, you, you stepping up. Uh, I love Absolutely. Thank you. And, and Sky, that, that, that's such a great point because I know how many people um, just go, I've been searching for a job forever. I got this. I'm not going to shake the boat. 
And you know what, um, Chris, one of the reasons why I brought up what I said earlier, like, how did you go through that process of like, of, of putting yourself on the line and saying like, no, if Amazon wants me back, hell no, I'm not going there. You're right. We're in a pandemic. We need to make money, you know, for, for our families and so on and so forth. So I want to ask you, what would you say to those that are here in the working class, you know, that are going through similar issues and just need that extra push, you know, that, that, that extra something to that extra bit of courage, you know, to, to stand up, what would you, what would you say to them to inspire, you know, everybody, you know, others to do what you just did, what you've been doing? I mean, absolutely. I mean, you know, what I say is, you know, the time is down. We're in unprecedented times. Um, just think about what COVID-19 exposed about this country as a whole. Um, there's so many uh, social injustices that's going on. There's so much uh, racial injustice. There's so much civil injustice, so much workers um, injustice that's going on. And you want to look back on this moment in time in history and ask yourself uh, or reflect back on what did you do during these times? Did you do nothing? Did you stand on the sidelines or was you a part of the reform? Was you mm-hmm. a part of the revolution that changed this? This is a uh, new history. You know, we have to learn from our history, but at the same time, we also have to create history at the same time. So um, like I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say the words of my lawyer, CK Hoffler. She, she says this all the time, you know, you have to walk and chew bubble gum at the same time. Mm-hmm. Meaning like you basically have to learn as you go and you have to prepare as you go and, and continue to fight as you go. And that's what I'm doing right now. I don't even know the future. I don't think anybody does. It's gray right now. Even when it comes to this election, it's very gray of what this right. country is going to face. We don't know. Yeah. But all I know is what we can control. We can, and I always say this uh, as a supervisor, you know, control what you can control. Right. And, you know, hopefully the chips fall in your hand and, and, and that's just how you have to do it. You have to mm-hmm. keep trucking, keep pushing, and don't give up. Um, stand up for what you believe in. Stand up for what you think is right. And, and as a, a worker, if you feel like your employer is not taking care of you, don't take it anymore. This is the time for you to say, "Have I have a voice and I'm an essential worker because we're deemed essential workers. If you're essential, that means you're a necessity. Mm-hmm. So that means they're relying on you. And that's that's what pe- workers have to realize that Jeff Bezos is not coming to his warehouses and packing that box, you know? So you have more wealth and power than, Hey, you know, you gave that to him. So we have to understand that it's time for us to, uh, to come together as people and use this power and fight back. Oh, I love that, man. And that's what you're always talking about action. And that's why earlier you mentioned um, at the people's uh, convention that, Hey, DNC just given lip service, not enough action. So you're all about the action. So what you were saying too was that hey, things are gonna be things are even great even coming to the uh, the election. We don't know is Trump gonna win? Is Biden gonna win? You know, and that even sucks to say like, damn it, we only have those two choices. Even though hey, wait, right. there's Green Party, there's you know so on and so forth. But the way the the electoral system is set up, we kind of have a reality that only those two will win. So um, you know, one of my last questions here with you is that. So you know, with that understanding of the way that the media has you know, captured our government, the corporations captured our government, one of those two, either Trump or the Biden cap's going to win. Um, how do we, with either of them, uh, move in the direction that we want to do with the working class? 
like with you know the accomplishments that the TCOEW is going to be doing? Well, we we hold them accountable early on. We don't even give them the opportunity to go four years. Um, yeah, we, we wait midterm elections, your local elections. Get involved now. Your city council people, get them out of office if they're not representing your communities. Uh, defunding the police, abolishing the police departments. Do what's necessary. Take the small victories uh, as you get them. Because uh, we can't go another four years with a Trump administration. We can't go for another four years with uh, a Democratic Party that's not representing the people and not taking care of the smallest demands, like free Medicare for all. We cannot. We can't do this. Um, this pandemic was was a wake-up call. Mm-hmm. And people got to realize, you know, all these natural disasters that's going on, uh, yes, it's a form of a sign of, of bad climate control, but it's also a sign from a higher power saying, like, America, like, you need to do better. All these things that's going on with, with this country is not for no reason. It's not to be in vain. And people got to realize that. Like, you don't have all these natural disasters just happen randomly. People that's dying, uh, prominent people in our communities that's dying. These are signs. We have to take all of that into uh, um, consideration. And we have to make sure that, you know, we cannot go through what we're going through now ever again, because that'll be the end of humanity. Right. So this election right here is probably the most important election of all time. Um, and, and I'm hoping that uh, whoever's in office is being held accountable very early on, um, if not already. And what I want to see is a candidate that's in office that's going to be for uh, the youth, a progressive leader. And we know that Joe Biden is not going to be that. Uh, we know that Kamala Harris is not going to be that. But we can hold them accountable and we can make sure by doing the things we're doing, talking and having this conversation, having the People's Party's convention, that this we're trending, what, number one right now in the world as we speak. We putting pressure on them as we speak. And they hear us, you know, whether they want to ignore it or not, they hear us. And mm-hmm. we just, my message to everybody that's a part of it, let's just continue to chuck forward because we can't stop. You know, we have to, we have to do this. And I believe it's going to happen. I believe, um, you know, in the words of my mentor, keep hope alive. Let's just keep the hope alive. And um, let's just uh, continue to doing what we're doing. We're doing a great thing right now. Hell yeah. We got to keep moving because they keep moving. It's either they run us over or we run us over. And I say that goddamn time we get inside that vehicle and we tell them, like, we let them know who's driving. So then, uh, so what's what's coming up next uh, for Chris Smalls, you know, and how can people get involved? Yeah, sorry about the lighting. It's getting dark over here. Oh, yeah, no um, problem. (laughs) um, Yes, what's next for TCOEW? Uh, We just left Washington. We, we, We got a lot of headlines with the guillotine that was set up in front of Jeff Bezos' house. So, um, I, I want to also just uh, tell everybody that, you know, don't believe the headlines. We're not trying to behead this man. You know, people are so silly. They really think that we're promoting violence and, right. you know, Republicans are calling us communists and Marxists and all this stuff. It's it's ridiculous. You know, we're people. We're regular people. And it was a statement to to basically say that, you know, we had enough with the oligarchy. So um, what's next with TCLEW? We're going to L.A. <laughs> Uh, we're coming to Jeff Bezos' Beverly Hills mansion, $165 million mansion over there in Beverly Hills. So we're mobilizing for that. Um, starting tomorrow, I'm going to be getting together with my team. Um, we're going to fundraise for that. Um, we advise everybody to support our fundraising um, actions. We have a website, tcoew.org. 
you'll see our calendar events. Our next event will definitely be LA, um, probably the end of September. And hopefully we just, from there, we're just gonna take it one step at a time, but that's our next plan of action. And in, in the meantime, in between time, um, we're gonna join with, in solidarity with anybody that reach out to us. Uh, we do actions in New York City all the time, uh, New Jersey as well, all the time. And we're gonna continue to do that up until the point where it's time for us to be out, out West and, um, yeah, uh, follow us. You can follow me on Twitter, shut underscore down Amazon. Also on Instagram, at T-C-O-E-W. Twitter, at T-C-O-E-W. Um, once again, also on Instagram, my name is Chris.Smalls underscore. Uh, follow me. We post everything on there, all our information, um, even educa educational things that you don't uh, may, may necessarily know of. We post everything, demands, um, you name it, we got it. Stories for and, from and workers, we have it. So just uh, follow us and stay tuned. I love oh, it. Awesome. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that was so awesome. What a perfect, perfect segue. We'll totally love to join you since it's going to be in LA. I'll be there. So Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Keep in contact on that. Yeah. Hi, Chris Smalls, the Congress of Essential Workers. Thank you so much for your time. Yes. Amazing having you today. All right, man. Absolutely. See you well. Same power. And Anytime, anytime. Stay safe, y'all. Solidarity. Hey guys, thank you so much for watching this video. If you liked it, please tap the like, hit the bell, subscribe to us, and support us on Patreon if you want to join the cause to help us get corrupt bribes out of our nation's news media. Thank you so much for watching, and remember, this is your revolution. <laughs>